All right, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast. I am your host, Jamie Oikel, and today I've got a great one question with episode for you with Nick Bosberg, founder of the Bar and Restaurant Success website. Nick also owns two bars and restaurants in the Chicagoland area, plus he is an author of several books on successfully marketing and operating a bar and restaurant business. So Nick, listen, man, unprecedented times. Uh, before I ask kind of the question of the day, how are you guys doing your operations, your family, what's going on? Uh, we're doing good. We're maintaining, you know, just being innovative and coming up with new specials, new promotions, uh, keep advertising on Facebook, using our email list, using our text list, communicating with customers and, uh, you know, just doing whatever we can to, you know, just change the business model, change your strategy and uh, do all that you can and just try to try to do more than the competition. <laughs> yeah, man. Piv pivot and roll. So yeah, good. And so we're going to get into some of what you're doing yourself, what you do with, with your clients today. So, so let me get right to that. Um, for operators, what they can do right now, because you, you, if you are open and you are doing curbside takeout delivery, you do want to maximize that. So, so what do you think, you know, two, maybe three email type marketing tactics restaurants can use, you know, right now to get the phone ringing, to get the online sales coming in? What do you think? Yeah, be, before I ju jump into those uh, promotions, one thing I've, I want to say about email marketing, um, there's a lot of bar restaurant owners who say, you know, email marketing doesn't work um, in the right to an extent. Uh, it doesn't work if you don't know how to make it work. So I just want to give a couple tips on email marketing because it is by far my favorite way to increase revenue uh, for my bars and for my clients. Uh, but email marketing brings an average of 42 to 1 ROI. Um, it's damn near free when you're using, you know, stuff like MailChimp, Constant Contact. It's cost, it's very inexpensive. But the key to email is what the big mistake I see so many people doing is that they're promoting 100% of the time, right? Blasting out their specials, promotions, which yes, there's a time and place to do that. Using fancy graphics all the time is like a newsletter. And yes, there's a time and place to do that. But I like to get more personal. I, I, I've studied a lot about copywriting and how to build relationship with people uh, through your marketing. Talk to them as they are a human being. The way you write your emails, write it as if you're talking, you know, across the bar, across the table to someone instead of saying, you know, you guys and, and whatnot. So it, it's like, how would you write an email to a friend? That's how you would write this one email to your list of 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 people on your email list, whatever it may be. But be conversational. And also bring up your family, bring up what you did over the weekend. What, what are you doing during quarantine? Let people in on your life. So, you know, even if they don't really know you, they, they start to feel like they know you on a personal level. Uh, the last thing I'll just say also about this is your headline, your subject line is your headline of the email. So the, the, the better the headline, obviously, the more opens you're going to get. And we're getting hundreds of emails a day. I forgot what the stats were, what the average person gets in email. I think it's over 100 a day. Too email box. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's too many. Um, but the, the key that I've learned that gets the most open rates from learning from experts and then taking that information and doing it is writing curiosity driven subject lines. Um, so when they're reading it, they're, you know, you want them getting to say, what's this about? Instead of, today's, uh, you know, today, whatever today's special is, or, you know, $5 burgers, whatever it may be in that subject line, get, draw in some curiosity. Um, so uh, an example of this would be, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think of the last one I did last week. Uh, um, oh, so I, I did an email actually for a friend of mine, he owns a roofing company, we just got hit with a bunch of hail. And I, uh, I just wanted to send some leads and some business his way. And so I, I the subject line I put was my friend wanted me to send you this. So I'm just giving an example of a curiosity driven subject line. Well, who's your friend and, and what's inside, right? Um, or another curiosity driven subject line could be something, you know, for the bar restaurant business would be, uh, um, 
again, it's kind of hard to do right off the top, top of my head, but sometimes, uh, what, what could it be? Well, I will officially tell you this uh, while he thinks about it. Nick <laughs> is awesome at this. Like I get his emails and he, it, it does exactly what he's talking about. It makes you want to read it and, and you read the whole darn thing. He, he uses this personal voice. It tells a story and sometimes it's just content. Sometimes, yeah, there's some stuff to sell in there, but, but practice what he preaches. If you, if we'll talk about his website later on, but if you can get to his site and be on his email list, just to see the way he does it in his voice, it's actually very, it's very, very good, Nick. So, um, uh, it, it, let's go right into the, the email that I, that, that actually kind of made this call want to happen because he, one of the emails that he sent out was specifically about COVID and that's where we are right now. We're sitting uh, mid, mid to late April. People still don't know what's happening, but you do want to maximize your thing. And so you put out a couple ideas in, in an email that the restaurants can do very easily on how to um, market both uh, on email and then maybe a little bit to some extent with using their social tools had some ideas in there. Let's walk, let's walk through them. What, what, how would you start? What do you think? Yeah. So one of the first promotions I started doing was a sponsorship um, where I was getting banks to actually sponsor uh, um, caterings to hospitals. And the way that this whole thing came about is a bank had reached out to me or a buddy of mine who works at a bank says, Hey, we want to send out 160 meals to four different hospitals. We got a budget of 2,500 bucks. Can you do this? So I says, absolutely. We could do this. Um, so we did it and we sent it out and you know, we, he just asked if we put it out on social media, mentioned their name, uh, you know, to kind of show the community of what this bank was doing went really well. People were praising them. They were praising us. And all we did was make the food and deliver it and got paid for it. We weren't donating it or anything. Um, and so I thought, you know, shit, how can I do more of these? So I thought, what if I created a sponsorship and emailed a few other banks? And so that's what I did. So the very first two banks I, I emailed were uh, the two that I actually bank with and just said, hey, you know, Northwest or no, it was Midwest Bank uh, did this last week and we did 160 meals. I came up with a sponsorship to see if other banks would be interested in doing this and giving back to the community. So I use social proof that, hey, this other bank did this and also, hey, this is gonna make you look, um, you know, this is gonna make you look good for, for the community. And we came up with a package of 1200 bucks. I said, it's $1,200 to do the sponsorship. It's gonna get you 80 meals, 15 bucks a piece. Um, we'll deliver it, we'll put it all together. We'll write up a nice letter for you based on, you know, your message to the hospital workers and um, you know we'll take pictures of that put it on our, our social media put it in our email blast or 5600 people or so um, and the very first two banks or people at the banks came back and said yeah um, and since then we've done five more not with banks but even just other businesses and people are now reaching out to us saying hey how can we do what so-and-so did how can we do that what's that cost um, so that's the very first thing that I did with email and that's just personally reaching out to people um, in businesses. And um, yeah, I mean, e email works great when it's, you know, one-to-one -one communication. Uh, but what worked really well with that is, you know, mentioning that someone else, you know, another bank did this. Now, will you do this? You know, and I actually bank with these people. So my advice would be to anybody who wants to take that idea, go to your main bank first, the first person you bank with and say, hey, we came up with these sponsorships uh, where we can, uh, you know, deliver X amount of meals to, you know, the hospital workers. Would you be interested in, in you know, doing this for, you know, during these tough times with COVID-19? Um, and a good majority of people will say yes. You know, you just can't be scared of, of failure or rejection, you know, and that was my biggest worry, but it's like, what the fuck do I have to lose? <laughs> We're the worst, the worst <laughs> thing they can do is say no. Yeah. But I mean, uh, listen to, to the, on a quick recap there, 
um, it's awesome. And it's for so many ways because you're, you're, you're connecting the bank to the hospitals through food. Um, first responders, uh, you know, need, need the food, need the resources. They're exhausted. They're tired. We want to help out. Restaurants are in a position to help out. So it's a great win, win, win for everybody involved. And of course there's, you know, there's some PR around it, which is great. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You go, you go to the bank you use first. Uh, maybe you got a great relationship with, um, uh, you know, a, a big, a big, another, whether it's a car dealer or another big local retailer or, or someone else in the community, people you already know, you do business with, that's absolutely going to work. And, you know, it's not a no brainer, but it's pretty close, uh, pretty close to a, a no brainer idea. So I like that idea. Uh, another idea you shared, which I really liked was about uh, doing pre-sale, right? And we think about pre-sale on, you know, Thanksgiving and, and things like this to get ahead. But this is, this is actually the right moment to do it. And so kitchens can plan ahead. How did you, how did you guys implement it? Yeah. So it's funny you say Thanksgiving because uh, the first time we did this was for Easter. So again, I use my email list and I, I've always done pre-sell events because the, the reason why I like doing pre-sell events, whether if it's a comedy show or if it's going to be some kind of dinner special, uh, New Year's Eve, whatever it is, is, you know, you know exactly how many people you're going to feed, what time they're going to come in. You know, everything ahead of time. There's no surprise really, you know, so that, that's the thing I love about pre-sell. Plus there's no marketing costs. You know, it's pretty much free when you're emailing. Um, and and so what we did a couple weeks ago, we actually did a Thanksgiving style dinner for Easter. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we just, I sent out an email to my email list to say, hey, here's what we're doing. We're pre-selling these ahead of time. Um, I think we charged, yeah, $65. Uh, we, they didn't get a whole turkey, but we did a turkey dinner for, it fed six to eight people, pulled it off the bone and everything and gave them that and potatoes and, you know, green beans and gravy and uh, a dinner roll, whatever. It doesn't matter what, what we served them. Uh, the whole point is, you know, the strategy. So we did that and we sold all 30 of them. A week later, the next Thursday, this was, yeah, this last Thursday, um, we did, um, uh, what we do, we did my wife's lasagna. And so we wanted to do 25 of those at 50 bucks. And within just one email for that, we sold completely out of them within 24 hours. And we just take them to a PayPal link, you know, so it doesn't have to be PayPal super simple. They give you a link. You could even, their, their customer support is great. I haven't called them during COVID, but when I was trying to figure out how to do this through PayPal versus the other software stuff that I use, um, you know, it was really simple to set up. You can even set up where, you know, if there's only five left, you know, we only want to do 25. So I said, when there's five left, let me know so I can turn this thing off, you know, once, once we're out. Um, but, and they don't have to have a, a, a PayPal account with PayPal. You can use any debit or credit card. So anybody can do it. Um, and so that was great. And then with me, I'm, I'm kind of a, a tech geek when it comes to systemize, systematizing things. But after they would order that, I set up an integration where that would then take them to a Google form and they could set up the time that they wanted to pick that up, either five, five thirty, six o'clock. So all that stuff went into a spreadsheet for us. And at the beginning of the day, we had everybody's name, phone number, uh, what time they were picking everything up. And it's just, it's all the same meal. So it makes it super, super simple for us to get those out. So the pre-sell events have been doing really, really well. Uh, we're going to start doing them every single Thursday and just come up with a new, new menu item. Yeah. And listen, I've seen a couple other restaurants do that on their social feed, but the thing that I like about what you said last there is you're going to do it every Thursday now, which is great. I mean, we're still, you're still not going to be open for a while and we don't know when that's going to be, but when you do reopen, I think you said to me, Hey man, we'll just keep doing this, right? Well, yeah. maybe that'll be our Thursday thing. And so I just, that, that echoes for all the restaurants, the lessons that you're learning now for curbside takeout, 
pre-sale, catering, these sponsors, don't drop them as soon as dine-ins back open, as soon as your bar's back open, because this is incremental revenue that now you've learned how to create. Maybe you did some before, but I know that people are learning how to create revenue where they didn't before. So don't drop those. That's all I'm saying. Don't drop them. Use them as add-ons so you can, you can build up and be stronger. So the, um, and the last one, as, as we start, start to wrap up this one, you are, you are really good at. Um, folks, this is where they probably struggle. Uh, so tell, walk them through how you do this lead capture promotion. It gets a whole bunch of emails uh, for people that might not have a big list yet. Or like, hey, Nick, man, we got 50 people on our list and we can't do anything. But you, you really know how to zap that list up. What do you got? Yeah, so what I call it, I call it a VOP promotion, viral offer promotion. I'll explain what it is, but basically it's, it's what's called a lead capture promotion also. And that is where you're putting a specific offer out there in front of people. I typically do Facebook to start with because it is by far the yeah. most profitable paid advertising media out there. Um, and so we're putting an offer out there on Facebook using posts, but also using ads. That's where most of the leads come from. And so you put that offer out there and if they want it, you say, click this link and take them to a one page website, you know, that pretty much just states the offer. Say, Hey, if you want this thing, put your information below, we'll send it to you by email. So they put in their information. We send it off to them by email. Um, one of our most recent clients, you know, with COVID coming up or that happened, I've never ran this promotion during it. I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is going to work or not. Um, which it, it worked out really, really well. So we did this for hurricane wings. Um, we did 11 day case study. I'll give you the link for it in case anybody wants to watch it. Yeah. Um, but within 11 days, they did $4,638 in sales. I believe it was, we spent $112 on ads. Mm -hmm. So that was a 4,041% ROI or something like that. Um, I looked this morning actually, and now they're at like $9,100 in sales. And I think we're 23 or 24 days into it, meaning we've spent we spend $10 a day. So 240, 250 bucks on ads, $9,100 back in sales, specifically just from this promotion. Um, and the reason why these work so well, or the reason why I like these so much is because you could spend, let's say $300 this month, 10 bucks a day on ads, right? And the whole idea here is to put out a great offer in order to get the people's contact information. Cause now these people are saying, Hey, I want to do business with you. Here's my information. Send me the offer. Who on earth would you ever rather market to about a new special, new promotion, your next pre-sell dinner than people who have personally says, hey, Nick, I want to do business with you. Here's my information. You know, these are the most profitable people to market to on the planet. Um, and so that's why I love running these so much. And, and the reason why we're able to get like a 20 to 25% redemption rate on these most of the time is because we give them 10 days to use the offer from the day that they sign up, you mm -hmm. know? So if they sign up on uh, April 1st, it expires on April 11th. If it expires on April 20th, or if they sign up on April 20th, it'll expire on the 30th. And then we have three-step follow-up place, you know, where they get the email on the first day, day six, we say, Hey, you only got another four more days to use this, you know? And then the very last day, um, or the day nine, we send another email to them, you know, to remind them because people do get busy. Um, they're not as busy today as they were, you know, a month and a half ago. Um, but still people forget from signing up from stuff and whatever online. Um, but yeah, the, the VOP promotion lead to capture promotions work really, really well. And you know, it builds your email list and it builds an asset that you could use for months to even years on end, right? We can spend 300 bucks this month. And I think 
we've gotten 1,800 people to sign up for this offer so far. Um, nice. They're averaging a like 110 redemptions a week. So 110 people call in there, you know, to, to place orders. Um, and uh, it's all done through curbside or, or through the phone. Uh, they can't do it through Grubhub or whatever else with, with that specific offer. And uh, so, yeah, it's been, that's been working out really, really well. And we're getting started to knock that out for a couple more uh, new clients that we brought on who are trying to get, trying to get their phone to ring. Yeah, you know, I, I was jotting stuff down because I was writing down numbers and stuff like that. But the, the two things that stood out to me was, uh, was the $10 a day, which is like 300 bucks a month. And if, if some people say, I, you know, hey, listen, I don't have $5,000 to advertise. That's great because you don't need it. You can do, you really can do as a local restaurant, 10 bucks a day into your budget in Facebook and it works. You can see those numbers are good. So I also wrote down the systematized part. That's, that's really another benefit of part. They, they get, you know, one email, two emails, three, three emails. So you want to be in a system that does that. I, and I know Nick knows how to do that. So uh, make sure that's, that's part of it for sure. So those are the tips that I, I wrote in there. So, so good, man. I mean, we covered, covered quite a bit, quite a few things. You know, we talked about email in general, you know, making sure we do the headlines right and personal voice was good. I love that stuff. Uh, we did the sponsorship stuff. You definitely use that folks. We did pre-sell and we just talked about how to delete capture, build your list right now. You can actually build your list right now, even uh, though we're in really weird times for restaurants. So uh, closing yeah, thoughts, I, parting thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, I, I've been asked multiple times before, like if you had to start from scratch, if you had to build a, a bar restaurant from scratch, what would be the very first, you know, promotion you would, you would start with? It would always be what I like to call the viral offer promotion or, you know, lead capture promotion. And I forgot to go where, where the viral part comes in. When you put that out on a post, you ask people in order for them to receive it, you ask them to like it like the post and share the post and tag a friend on the post. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it go viral locally. So I don't mean trying to hit, you know, millions of people around the world because, you know, people 20 miles, 30 miles, a hundred miles aren't really going to come to your bar, your restaurant. You want to hit viral locally around your, your business. Um, so that's what really kicks this thing off with a bang locally. Um, then you add the ads onto it too of, of 10 bucks a day and it just, it goes crazy. So um, one last thing I'll just mention, if, if anybody is interested in doing this, one thing I'm doing for COVID-19, I used to charge two grand to build this out. Now we're doing only a thousand dollars and I'm guaranteeing them a minimum of a thousand percent ROI or they don't pay the thousand dollars and I will even pay them back their ad spend. Now, can I do this for just any bar restaurant? No, the people who I'm looking for are bars, restaurants who obviously have a kitchen that's open, who's doing, doing curbside or delivery um, and has a reputable business, right? You know, if they got to be on bar rescue or restaurant impossible, uh, I can't really help them. But if they have a great reputation, it's not hard to get people to want to order food from them. So if anybody's interested in getting their phone ringing, I'm happy to do this. Uh, totally no risk to them um, and doing this at half price because of, because of hope. COVID. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I, yeah, I appreciate it. Obviously everyone's looking, looking to save dollars. So I, I appreciate that. So um, what I like about it is don't reinvent the wheel. And Nick's kind of ha has a system in here where his, him and his team can really kind of put this out and fast, do it fast. You don't have to kind of figure stuff out. So uh, we will make sure to uh, whether it's the show notes or the pages this sits on, we'll put the link uh, to the video where Nick talks about exactly this and, and runs through the campaign. So I think that'll be helpful to see. So we'll make sure that's included. Um, good. I covered a lot there, folks. Uh, Nick Fosberg from Barn Restaurant Success. Be sure to check out the link to the video that we'll have for you um, that Nick mentioned. And so for, as, as far as our side on running restaurants, we're going to have more great marketing tips for you coming. We'll talk about the PPP stuff that's going. So all this COVID stuff still flowing. Stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie.